This is the Wally Show podcast with Wally, Gavin, and me, Betty Rock. You can always find us at wayfm.com slash Wally or stream us live every weekday morning through the WayFM app. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting WayFM. If you're not careful, you might just learn something today. Hi there. Is there a project you're working on? I know more than you. All right. It's the Wally Show. Being an adult is not all it's cracked up to be. There are bills to pay, jobs to show up for, and laundry to do. (laughs) But this article I found on how many times you can wear different types of clothing until you need to wash it may be helpful. I think this is going to really serve to show us how disgusting we really are. (laughs) It might. At least me. Well, I think it should go without saying, but I'm still going to say it. Socks... (laughs) Underwear and workout clothes should never be reworn without washing. Thanks for clarifying. Well, sometimes, uh oh, Wally's. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the socks. Like sometimes, like, because I get ready in, in the bathroom in the morning because I'm up before my wife and I always lay out my clothes for the next day. But if I ever forget to get socks out of my drawer, I don't want to go back in the room and disturb her. So I will go back to the laundry and grab a pair of socks I wore yesterday. Ooh, trust yeah. me, we know when you do that. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I mean, like, throw back to the days when I like ran out of quarters, though, for laundry yeah. in college. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you had to do what you had Aww, to do. Yeah. Y'all are gross. Okay. So <laughs> pajamas. When you have pajamas, you should wash them once a week if you shower before bed. But if you don't shower before bed, you should change your pajamas daily. Oh, no. like who has that many pairs of pajamas? Right. I barely have enough underwear to cover me for the week. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, like, what am I, uh, like Richard Branson over here? I've got just all the money in the world to have that many pairs of pajamas. <laughs> when it comes to jeans, you should wash them once a month. Oh, I'm doing That's, better. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I wash these like once every week or I wash two. my jeans once a week. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I could go another three weeks right. on that. Exactly. Yeah. Good to know. And then shirts. If your shirt has direct skin contact, they should be washed. Don't we re-wear them. I agree with that. But if they don't, like you're wearing them over something else, then you can wear them a bit longer. Because I wear undershirts just for that reason. And so, like, so you don't sweat on your good shirt, and then you can, mm. like, literally get at least three times out of it before you wash it. <laughs> Depending on the day. The summer, I will hang it up twice. Uh, in the winter, I might go three. Wow. They should have asked you to, you know, remark on this whole topic because, I mean, it sounds like you've got it down. I got it dialed in pretty much. So I'm not, <laughs> uh, the upside for me is I found out I'm not as disgusting as I thought I was. So that's pretty good. <laughs> Maybe you had the same realization today. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And I just did a quick poll inside the room because I was curious. And 100% of the people here in the studio have never called 911 for anything. And I'm like, that seems odd that one of us wouldn't have had to do that in our lives somewhere. Especially you, because I would assume that you would have had to at some point. Like, you or a loved one would have to call for yourself. Right. There were times I've been hurt that I wanted to call them. Like, but I was, recently, like, in the when woods. you almost impaled your nose with uh, a, the trunk of a tree. Yeah, but I, I, I self-figured I figured it out myself, so I didn't need to. Uh, <laughs> well, that's your yeah normal immediate reaction is to just, like, yeah. cow in the field. Like, you're like, I... 
mm -hmm. and probably okay. Yeah. Or I'll take care of it later. So I am curious though, okay? Because I mean, that's we're batting a thousand here. Like, have you ever had to call nine one one? But not for like, okay, somebody's dying in my house, or right. you know, I've just been in a car accident. Like, I get that. That's those are obvious nine one one calls that right. you should make instantly. But like, have you ever had to call nine one one because you got your toe stuck in a drain? You know, <laughs> you're like, how did this happen? I don't even know how I did this. Or maybe you're an adult and you got stuck in the play zone slide yes. at the Chick-fil-A or the yes. McDonald's. The more embarrassing, the better. Yes. Honestly, I would love to hear that because I know we, we have a lot of people that listen to the show that uh, live, we'll say interesting lives uh, and do dumb things. <laughs> and so I have a feeling that there have been a few silly 911 calls from people in the past. I, they have a show based on that. I used really? to watch it. Yeah, like it was a camera that was just inside of a 911 like area and yeah. it was all these women taking the phone calls. And there was one woman that called because her hamster got stuck in the wall and she didn't know what to do. Oh, so she called so 911. Oh, that's so funny. All right. So <laughs> have you ever called 911 uh, in, in your life? And maybe it wasn't like a crazy life and death emergency. Okay. Because right. that, uh, that's understandable. 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. We're just curious here if, if, if you are you know, in the majority with us or if you are in that, what I'm going to say is probably a minority of people that have had to call 911. 855-33-WAY-FM. That's how you can be on the show. We love having you on with us. Jennifer, have you ever had to make that call? So I haven't made the call, but my family has made the call for me. We had bought a house and we had gotten into the house in the afternoon and less than 12 hours after we were in the house, I stepped out the front door at like 2 o'clock in the morning to take trash out. Off the front door, stepped onto the sidewalk, rolled my ankle, thought I broke my ankle in the middle of the front yard. Ooh. And had to crawl to the door to get somebody to let me in. Oh, wow. And so your family's reaction and their first thing was to call 911. That's interesting because I would have been like, oh, that looks bad. All right, let's put you in the car and let's go. You know, <laughs> I would have taken you. Yeah, my brother-in-law was a 911 operator at that time. And so he took one look at my ankle and he said, I'm pretty sure you broke it. Mm. But you did or and you didn't? I did not. I just very badly sprayed it. I guess that's why your brother-in-law worked for 911 and didn't become a doctor. <laughs> you know? <laughs> What is your non-emergency, life-threatening 911 call you had to make? We were in a courthouse. We're foster parents, and one of my foster children decided to stick his finger in a tube of a chair that he was sitting in the waiting room. Well, it got stuck. He's <laughs> almost 15, and so he's sitting there with his finger stuck in this tube of the chair. We did everything we could to get it out to the point I had to go find police officers and go to the courthouse to get someone, and like four or five of them were out there trying to get him unstuck from the chair. <laughs> they were about to call the fire department to come cut the chair <laughs> to figure out how to get his finger out. That is funny, too, because he's your foster kid, and then you're in the court going, look, mm -hmm. this never really happens. I was watching him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I hope he thinks twice before doing something like that again. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Name it and claim it. Name it and claim it. Claim it. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. It's fun to give names to inanimate objects and things like that because it gives them a personality. And so people ask us to help them out with this, and that's why we do name it and claim it. This one's a little bit different today. This comes from Emily. 
She says, hey, I need your help. I've fallen in love with art, especially painting. I've decided to uh, do my art as uh, more than a hobby. I want to make a little money off of it and start a small business. The only issue is I can't come up with a good name. Uh, I'd love something simple and cute, but also fun. I mostly paint with acrylics and watercolors. My favorite thing to paint are nature scenes, especially sunrises and sunsets. I'm a pharmacy student that loves music and naps as well. Please help me out. Okay, so she attached some of our artwork. Normally, I have Betty Rock go first, but I'm going to go ahead and take a swing at this first because okay. you're always like, I don't want to go first. <laughs> well, uh, it's true. You always make me go first. Okay, so I'm going to go first today. Okay. Um, I uh, cued into the fact that she loves creativity and she loves nature, and I'm going to go with Gen 1 Creations is what her name should be. Gen oh, 1. Like Gavin, you see where I'm going? Like Genesis Genesis 1. one. Which yes. is all about creation. Creation, exactly. Oh, I did not get that. I was like, Generations Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, Gener- because it's like, it could go either way. Sounds cool. And Gen 1 Creations, I wish her name was Jen. Maybe she could change that, because then it would be better. <laughs> What's her middle um, name? Yeah, but it's like, uh, this is the story of God creating, and I have to mm. believe that when God was creating things, he would create it. And he's it's good, but he sat. I, I have to believe he sat back and stared at it. And was like, this is pretty amazing, you know. And so that's what mine is. Betty Rock, what do you got? See, I don't like to follow that because you're using the Jesus card. And, <laughs> oh, did I? Yes, you did. Weird. So that's going to be difficult. Strategic. So when she talked about painting, I think of one of my heroes. Yes. One of the most famous ones is Bob Ross, and yes. Bob Ross was known for his nature scenes. He even had a little uh, squirrel yes. that he called Peapod. That's the little squirrel we call Peapod, the pocket squirrel, because he likes to live in my pocket. Oh, Isn't boy. that precious? That's so that is precious. Cute. <laughs> it's so cute. So, anyways, I thought, how creative would it be to call it Peapod painting? Oh, oh okay. that's adorable. Okay, that is cute. I like that Peapod painting. Because it's got like a, a couple of peas in there, yeah. and it's and it's just yeah, peapod painting. And it has people, alliteration, right? And people that know Bob Ross right. would know. I know where she got that from. Yeah, it's for kind sure. of like you know you got to really de- dig deep yeah. down. You it's know, not bad. It's peapod not bad. painting. It's no uh, religious metaphor because I believe Emily is a Christian. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it's still it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, you did good. I, like if you had gone with happy tree painting, I would have been like, stop. What? Please stop. I would have been, been on your side. You're always doing this. You're always trying to one-up me. No. And it just makes you look like a bad person. No, because It just makes you look terrible. No, here's how it works. If we can't agree on a name, then Gavin has to decide. And so had you gone with, like, happy little tree painting because she wanted something kind of cute like that, too, I probably would have gone to your side. There's I'm no stick, depth to that. I'm going to stick where I'm at. Oh, I'm going to stick where I'm at with Gen 1 Creations or, dumb what was it, Peapod Painting. painting. Peapod Painting. Okay. Peapod Painting. Peapod Painting. Gavin, where are you going to go since... I'm I'm assuming you're staying with yours, Betty. Yes, of okay. course I am, because okay. it's the better of the two. We'll see, Gavin. This is one of the better like competitions, yeah. I think, between names I've had to decipher Before through. you render your decision, do you love Jesus? Stop it. Yeah. No, stop I, it. Just a question. This is what I said about the Jesus card. You can't do that. Oh, I wasn't doing that. I was yes, you were. Total se- separate su- subject. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. Where are you going, I think Gavin? because you just tried to play that card. No. I'm going to go no. with Peapod Painting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It sounds so cute to me, and yeah. I love the alliteration. Yeah. I feel like it's more fun to say. Well, she did actually say I would like something that is uh, cute and fun, and I do think yeah. that Peapod would, would qualify for cute and fun. Of course it would. Okay, well, there we go. We'll go with Peapod painting. You went a couple layers Woo! deep. I respect it. That is what we will send today. Nicely done, Lady Rock.
In my family, we kind of have a motto, and it's finish strong. And I wanted to instill the idea in my daughter from a young age that it's easy to start something, but it's harder to see it through to the end. But when you do, it feels so good. I started and finished two degrees at Colorado Christian University, and I'm so glad I did. So why not start your degree in 2023 so you can do more in 2024? Some of CCU's degrees can be completed in a little over a year. Like in the healthcare industry, you can finish your RN to BSN online nursing program with nine courses in as little as 14 months without changing your work schedule. Plus, if you started somewhere else and have not finished yet, make this your year to get it done. CCU has a generous policy for transferring credits from other colleges. In fact, you can even get a scholarship for transferring credits. So don't put it off another day, because when 2024 rolls around, you could be finishing up a degree or wishing you had started in 2023. Colorado Christian University is a nonprofit impact partner committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. Uplifting Way FM. News can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish. Here's Wally-ish. Gavin and Betty, do either of you know what prosopagnosia is? A medicine that helps with cataracts. Not a bad guess. Uh, I mean, it sounds like it. Take prosopagnosia every day. Yeah. And, the people day in, and the people in the background are like flying kites yeah. and playing board games. And they're like, could cause yeah. uh, your toenails to fall yeah. off. Explosive bathroom <laughs> incidents. You know, they're like, oh, that's not good. Uh, no, it's actually face blindness. That's a term oh, for face blindness. Forgetting like what someone looks like? Yeah, or? like you don't recognize somebody. Okay. Uh, there because you like, have you claimed, haven't you, that you have this? I think I have a degree of this because if I'm watching a movie and an actor puts on a hat, all of a sudden I'm like, wait, where'd that actor go? Like you're, I don't know. You're like the people like in movies where it's a, the girl that's uh, kind of geeky and yes. she hangs out in the library, but when she takes her glasses off, yeah. you're like, she's amazing. Someone just told me that Superman and Clark Kent are the same person. Oh I'm like, wait, what? You know. So yeah, I think I have a touch of this, but uh, this is kind of an interesting correlation to uh, COVID. They're saying that people with long COVID or long haulers, uh, some of them are struggling now with developing uh, prosopagnosia, which is face blindness. There was this one girl, she was 28 years old, and uh, she had the normal symptoms of taste and smell disappear and yeah. all that stuff. But then she recovered, but then months later, she like couldn't recognize her dad anymore. What? She was like, it was a stranger's voice, uh, or my dad's voice coming out of a stranger's face. What? Yeah, That's I mean, it terrifying. got that bad. And so she's not alone. There are multiple people that are experiencing this, so much so that they were doing a study. Um, like, I think Dartmouth University or whatever did a study, and they ran this ad. Uh, can you recognize all of these faces? If not, you might uh, qualify to be in our study. So, Betty Rock, I'm going to hand you the oh, no. uh, piece oh, of paper. No. And I'm curious if you could recognize all and these. And it's just their face. They said it, did they, they said it stemmed from... COVID? Correct. Is that yeah. what they said? That people developed it as a result, as a, as a side effect of COVID. So see if Which you can you tell never, me all these people. She never had it. Yeah. I'm just curious. Oh, okay. uh, Madonna. Okay. Barack Obama. Yep. That's that football guy that keeps retiring. I don't yes. actually know, you know his, his name. name. No, you I know don't. His name. Um, Hatherford. Oh, my goodness. No, Brady. What? Brady. Yeah. Uh, that's The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yeah. Oprah Winfrey, and that's the guy from Community. I don't know his name. And, and The Voice. Yeah, Dr. Ken. Is that it? 
Yeah, something like that. He's a doctor or whatever. Yeah, so I, I, yeah I know yeah. these people. Yeah, so I got all of them with the exception of Madonna. Was I was like, is, is that Madonna? But this, these are the people that they're actually using as like tests to yeah. see if and people... people are forgetting like That's Dwayne insane. Johnson. How? But how Doctor Ken made it onto this list? Yeah, is, of all people, like he is the most random person. Like that's one that like no you don't have face blindness he's just more obscure that is crazy to think and it must be really widespread because like a lot of people having this problem because (laughs) they wouldn't put out this advertisement yeah well apparently one in 200 people are severely impaired with this where they can't recognize someone close to them like a spouse if it's out of context even Uh, and then like two in 100 have more mild cases I would say I'm more of a mild case I ran into a lady and her daughter in my yard at a garage sale one day and i was like oh, okay you would like to okay that's great uh you know we we're talking about stuff and and i i didn't know who they were and uh turns out uh it was the lady who has been in my small group for over three years three and, years? Her, and her daughter <laughs> yes <laughs> what i didn't recognize her out of context she had her hair back like and, and like she was in like running clothes or whatever like a totally Face blind, like I was, and then when she said something and it clicked, and I'm like, now I know. (laughs) But yeah, but the context it means everything to me with faces. If it's out of Mm. context, I have the hardest time with that. So it could be COVID, or you could be another Wally. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Maybe, and it's if nothing else, it's a good excuse when you don't recognize somebody. Like (laughs) I got face blindness, and then use that term. I have prosopagnosia. It makes it sound like, oh, that's cool. Like you, you, like no, no, no worries. I'm not offended at all now. Lifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. We're going to do a little boss queen here. This is where, as a woman, sometimes you do things that maybe you think the rest of the world isn't going to care about, but you're like, you know what? That was a boss queen move. I'm, I'm really proud of myself for doing that. And we want to celebrate that because I know Betty Rock had a boss queen move uh, in Africa recently. Yes, and I want some praise over it because I handled the situation all by myself. So we were recently in Africa, and in my hotel room, I had had just wound down took my contacts out i was getting my glasses on i hadn't gotten them yet but i look over towards my bed because i'm about to get in bed and i see a big blob on the wall and i'm like what is that what is it i put my glasses on it's a gecko it's a lizard yeah (laughs) and it was it wasn't big but it was fast it's big enough yes and so i took the little glass that was sitting on the side table and very quickly with cat-like reflexes i trapped it in the glass yep. and then i was able to release it yep. without like screaming bloody murder complete boss queen move yeah. you didn't call me to come help I you i didn't no you did it you did I it all handled on your own it by myself yeah, and my favorite part of that story is what you named him i named him toto <laughs> <laughs> Because we were in Africa and Toto sings the Africa song. Yeah. It's so great. I thought that was so good. Yeah, I was I was like impressed. And so much so that I channeled you. Uh like two days later, I had a gecko in my room and my Did wife you? and my wife was like, You gotta get it out. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, and I'm like, oh, 
Betty's glass thing. Yep. And it worked. I freed hey. my uh, gecko as well. But See? I learned from you, Boss Queen. Yes. So, Set an example. There you go. So that's Betty's example. What is your Boss Queen moment? Uh, maybe you uh, changed the tire and you've never done that before. You figured it out. I don't know. Yeah. Like, just something that you are like wicked proud of yourself for doing as a woman that maybe the rest of the world it would have gone unnoticed. But you're proud of you. So 855 855- 33 way is the number that's 855-33-WAY-FM that's how you can be on the show with us and share your boss queen moment right now so what's yours I am definitely terrified of wasps and I had a bad experience with wasps got stung really really horribly by wasps several years ago and then just the other night I got stung again in my home by a wasp well last night another wasp got in our home again don't know how they're getting in but by myself i killed the wasp with a broom yes i did that's amazing because you had to face your fears and you didn't have like something that could have killed it you just had something that could help you kill it i was terrified i was gonna get some so i was like well i've, I've got to kill the wasp it's either me or the wasp so definitely a boss queen moment now after you killed the wasp with the broom did you at least clean the rest of the house <laughs> hey hey excuse me no. i mean she already has it in her hand she's so. a queen she doesn't need to clean <laughs> thank you so what's your boss queen moment, Cody? So it's not mine. It's actually my wife. We were remodeling a bathroom. I was a former plumber before, and now I'm in IT, but she ended up replacing a toilet by herself. Whoa. I was really impressed. Now, Cody, I want you to be honest with us. How much pestering did she have to do with you to do it where she finally just gave up and said, I'm going to do it myself? Uh, a couple months couple months of you yeah. uh, being the man and not doing anything. And uh, eventually <laughs> yeah. she took matters into her own hands and had to, as a boss queen, had to create her own throne room. So. <laughs> yeah. she, t- she took command and just said, hey, we're doing this. I said, okay. Well, Cody, you know what? You're a boss king. Thanks for sharing no. that story about your wife. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and now for some good news. Uplifting Way FM. This here is the Wally Show with a little good news round of a cavalcade of good news stories. Because if you watch the regular news for any bit of time, you know it can be a bit of a bummer. So here we go. Last month, there was a 47-year-old guy that was rescued in the Caribbean after 24 days lost at sea. No. I've always feared this. Like, because you are a speck <laughs> in the ocean. Yeah. And, and it's so crazy. Like, because I, I love cruises, and I've always feared, like, falling off at night and no one seeing you. <laughs> well, and it's kind of ironic, too, because if you're stranded in the middle of the ocean you yeah. need water and you're surrounded by water you but you can't, can't drink no because it causes yeah. your cells to explode like you can't even like think oh i'll drink a little and be fine no you cannot do that how did and, he make it well uh he survived on ketchup yeah i guess he no. had ke- i'm not making this up he had some ketchup packets now heinz is trying to track him down <laughs> so they can buy him a new boat like That's i love awesome. that no and, way. like the name it the lady heinz there's heinz end Oh, man. Oh, so good. Uh, Gavin, what you got? Good news, giddy up. There's this 44-year-old guy named Chris. He signed up for this app called Nextdoor last year to look for yard sale-type stuff. And he ended up chatting with this 42-year-old woman named Michelle. Turns out that they live right next door to each other, and they lived within a 10-minute walk their whole lives, but they never met. So now they're talking. They started dating. Nice. And now they're in love. Oh, there you go. An unlikely story. Yeah, I let Gavin do that, not Betty. (laughs) (laughs) Betty's like, I hate these people. (laughs) 
And finally, you know, I've always said I'm never going to visit Australia because everything there will kill you. Yes. And this is just another example of that. There's a dad that he jumped in front of a snake to save his two-year-old daughter. It turns out that this snake that bit him was an eastern brown snake, oh. one of Australia's deadliest type of wow. snakes. It bit his foot. He was able to go to the hospital. But they say that the venom from the snake has enough to kill small kids and sometimes adults. Wow. He took the hit for his kid. Yeah. That's what that's what dads do, man. That's what dads do. All dads. I would do that too. You would do that? I would take a snake bite for you, Gavin. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. What do I mean? You know what, Betty? You've lived a good life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for your good news. Giddy up. I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face face and she was just happy to be there just happy to be with us and it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there <laughs> because of my sponsorship for Vivian through compassion I'm able to write letters back and forth with her I'm now getting updated photos and now I think she's even taller than me which is crazy to think but I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food clean water and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible and I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war, and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Uplifting WayFM. Stories that accentuate the positive. It's The Wally Show. All right, Gavin, what you got? Has anyone in this room ever served a jury duty? Almost. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I was no, very close. I've never been called. Knock on wood. Really? I got called and then I got to the box, like where I was in the like the selected twelve, and then I got kicked off. Oh, you that got kicked off. That doesn't surprise me. At I all. did. I got kicked off jury duty. Well, it seems like a win because it doesn't seem like anybody chooses or loves yeah. going to jury duty. Well, they started explaining what the guy was being charged for. And uh, they're like, does anybody here have a problem with it? And I, I raised my hand. I said, yeah, I mean, this is like a redneck crime that really is not a big deal. I, I just, I, I, I can't send a guy to jail for this. This is ridiculous. And the guy, the judge looks at me and says, you said you could be impartial. I said, no, I can't. Uh, like, this is insane. And he's like, okay, you're excused. I'm like, okay, see ya. It's <laughs> a win for but you. But I was honest. Yeah. Like, I, was, I, was, I wasn't trying to get out of jury duty. I was there. But I was honest about, like, no, I'm going to send a guy to jail for this. That's insanity. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's a tip for for the next person who has to go to jury duty but doesn't feel like yeah. it. The only people I see ever feeling like doing jury duty, jury duty are people who are like like crime podcast junkies yeah. who are just like, I just want to be on jury. Or you just want friends. Oh. Like 12 people in a room. <laughs> okay. Well, there was this one woman named Shirley. She actually is very grateful for the time that she actually did serve on jury duty. She says that her life was saved when she had a heart attack at the courthouse while serving jury oh, wow. duty. So she said, thankfully, there was a district attorney who was also a doctor. That's a two 
That guy's jobs. just showing off. Yeah. Like, okay, now not only am I going to be a district attorney, blah, 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 but I'm also a doctor, <laughs> and in my spare time, I'm an astronaut. Like, oh that guy's got everything going on. <laughs> Parents Jealous? must be so proud. Very much. But he and deputies, they performed CPR on her while she was waiting for the ambulance, or while they were waiting for the ambulance. Oh, wow. They saved her life. Apparently, she ended up having three heart attacks total. Holy cow. In that span of time. I don't know how that works, but that sounds like something that could or should keep eating those cheeseburgers you'll find out <laughs> <laughs> but i think that shirley actually has a really positive kind of like look back on being at the right place at the right time for her you're looking at a woman who should be dead she's alive and well and going on with living her life and doing the things she needs to do i'd never complain about jury duty again. <laughs> yeah that heart attack taught me to talk in third person about myself <laughs> oh, come on. i mean there's there's never a good time to have a heart attack, no, but I would say that was the best time to have one when you're surrounded by people and people that know what to do. That Absolutely. is good that they all jumped in because that's the, the after like a heart attack or a stroke, you have a very short window of time before mm-hmm. like serious mm-hmm. damage can happen. My brother-in-law happened to him; he had a he had a widowmaker stroke, and they got to him fast enough, and he made a full recovery. Yeah, like if that happened to you, Wally, mm, yeah, it, you're, you're, you're goner. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, hey Jesus, what's going on? Yeah, hey man, <laughs> yeah. hopefully. Because yeah. Gavin and I aren't going to know what to do. No, uh, And neither no. of us want to do mouth to mouth. We're just going to be like, it was a good long run. You guys just, you spent the last 30 minutes fighting over who would have to do it. And I expire. Thank oh, you. God. Appreciate that. Well, I guess it's a non-issue. Want to go to Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Uplifting WayFM. This is The Wally Show. We figure ourselves or fancy ourselves as amateur scientists here. We like to figure stuff out and put our heads together collectively and you can help us out when there's something that we're like oh, I wonder what that I don't know about this my theory <laughs> is and we then wax philosophical so what do you got rock well it turns out by this article that I found that America could be getting dumber oh, easy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a new what? study shows that our IQ points are dropping so from generation to generation typically they go up three points sure every decade but since 2006, they've actually been stalled or reversing. They're really? dropping. Really? We're going backwards. Yeah. So when it shows that we're not as good at uh, solving a problem okay. or basic math skills, we're not good at those, or vo- verbal reasoning, all of those IQ points are going down. And I want to know why you think that is. Okay. My theory is that technology is not our friend in this case because mm. like, you take the internet. Like, you don't have to wonder anymore. You don't have to critically think. You don't have to go, okay, now I wonder how this would work. Let me think about this. And you walk it through to solve the problem because you just Google it. How does, you know, so-and-so work? You know, how do you get a horseshoe off a horse? You know, you don't have right. to think. I wonder if I would, how would I do that without getting kicked in the face? Okay, let me think about this. And that, that charges your brain. And so with the access to information, when you don't have to process anything anymore, I think you're going to get dumber. Well, that was actually one of their hypotheses. Okay. Hypotheses. Um, but I say, I mean, it does make sense. But then again, like you said, we have knowledge in our in the palm of our hands. So you would think our IQ would get higher. Because we don't learn from it. Because we're dumb. Oh. Like, we don't learn from it. We don't experience stuff. We just quickly th- shove it in there mm-hmm. and then we let it go. Because, like, IQ, I think, has 
something to do with like how you get to your answer yes. versus just having yes. the knowledge built well, up in your head. And two, you know, my math teacher always said, you need to learn how to do this because you're not always going to have a calculator that's handy. That's right. But, but that's not true anymore not with smartphones. Now you always have a calculator, so it would understand why our math skills are going down. Same thing with spelling. Because you can oh, spell yeah. check everything. I'm a horrible <laughs> yeah. speller. Me I always too. have been. But like quickly, I can check my spelling. I don't have to learn it, you know, right. which would lead to better IQs. So that's our theories. What is your theory? My theory is, why is our IQ going down? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. Join the science club with us, okay? <laughs> just the three of us it's, nerds over here it's hanging It's not out. the smartest nerds. No. It's just nerds. We were the ones that couldn't fit in any other club, <laughs> and we made our own science club, okay? 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. What's your theory? So, Crystal, what's your theory? I think part of that is how we treat youth. Uh, the last two elections, they've had, you know, counselors and quiet zones for kids to uh, deal with not having their way in the results. And I remember, you know, 20 years ago in college, if during an election you didn't get your way, it was, okay, we move on the next day. Yeah. And because we treat kids like they can't deal with uh, their emotions. It's not, hey, look this through, you know, debate it. It flows into other parts of life where we don't teach them, well, I don't understand this or I don't agree with this. I don't know how to work through it. Yeah, I get that. That's a good theory. Betty Rock, did they offer any other suggestions as to why this might be in this thing you read? They did. They said that our education system isn't as good as it used to be. Uh, they also said that it could be due to pollution. What? Or it could oh. be to a poor diet. Oh, I can see that. I've gotten dumber. <laughs> like I, I haven't had a vegetable in 30 years. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and we're gonna go back in time here a little bit uh, with Time, time Capsule Tuesday. Capsule Tuesday. Thank you. I was doing that for dramatic effect. Uh, no, truth be told, I forgot where we were. There it is. Uh, so that happens to me a little bit now. Uh, and so Time Capsule Tuesday is a chance for you to uh, hear an old song that you want to hear. What we do is each of us pick a song from a specific year, and in this case, it's 2010. And we put up a song. We say, we like this one. What do you think? And you get to decide which of the three songs you want to hear. And now th for the first time in a while, uh, we have a year that's been picked that Gavin was A, alive, yes. and B, old enough to make musical choices, because yes. it's 2010. Gavin was, how old, Gavin? I was 15 years All old. Right. Like, utterly formative years of my life. And especially <laughs> with music, too, because you remember your teenage years. Music will never be more important to you than Absolutely. those years. So what did you pick from this year, Gavin? So I picked a song by Toby Mac. It's called Tonight, and I remember loving this song the most because I was getting into Toby Mac, Skillet, and this song does have John Cooper, who is the lead singer of Skillet, yeah. featured on it. And I thought, oh, that's such a perfect hybrid. Yeah, it's a unique kind of crossover. And I love this song. Like, he does this song, like, he used to do this song live, obviously, yeah. and it was great. Uh, yeah, you, you barely hear John Cooper in this song at all. He's really far yeah. back in the mix. That's a good offering. Uh, I went a little bit on the rock tip as well. Yeah. Uh, I went with a song by the band Fireflight. Uh, Dawn was the lead singer. I loved her. She was so great. And this was a awesome song called Desperate. 
I got to go hear this song being recorded, and I think that's why it clicked with me, mm-hmm. too. They wanted me to hear the album. This is back when I just got here, and they cared about my opinion. Uh, <laughs> and and it, was, it was like, oh, man, that was really cool. I still love that song. Well, you two went on the rock side of things. I went on the softer side of oh. 2010. I went with the afters, Light Up the Sky. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, I like the, I love the afters. Like, they made a conscious decision to not tour as much to be with their families. I thought that was a good idea. A lot of these Christian artists, man, they're out all the time yeah. on the road, and uh, you know, like now they're re- still recording and releasing music, but they're just not on the road yeah, as much. But this is a they're good great. One. They're great live too. So, boy, we don't have a bad song in this one. Usually, Gavin's a wild card because it's songs I, he'd never heard of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so this time, I I don't know if you could go wrong today. So eight five five. 33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. You get to pick the song that we are going to play for uh, Time Capsule Tuesday here. Is it going to be Toby Mac, uh, Tonight, Desperate by Fireflight, or Light Up the Sky by the Afters? You get to make the call. 855-33-WAY-FM. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Rachel, welcome to Time Capsule Tuesday. Now, you've heard the three hooks. You've heard Toby Mac tonight. You've heard Desperate by Fireflight. That was mine. The first one was Gavin's. And then Light of the Sky by the Afters. That was Betty Rock's choice. So which of these songs do you want to hear in its entirety? I want to hear Betty Rock's choice. Light up the sky. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't think there was a bad choice in any of these three songs. And this is a great song. Why did you pick this one? Well, my daughter and I both really liked that song a lot. And it was hard to choose, uh, not choose Toby Max, but we just really liked that song. And I love the afters. I remember when this song came out, I used to jazz hands to it. I'd be like, you light, light, light up the sky. You light it on up. Just light that sky. Uh, and I used to always make Zach, who used to work with us, laugh when I would do that. Um, but the well, actors didn't a, think it was funny. It was a pity laugh, really. No, no, no. It's good stuff. <laughs> well, Rachel, you have proclaimed it, so we will do it. It's Light Up the Sky by the Afters, the song chosen here on Time Capsule Tuesday. Awesome. Thanks so much. So far to go. Nowhere on this road Guiding me home When the night's closing in It's falling on my skin Oh God, will you come close Betty Rock, does the name Lonnie Frisbee mean anything to you? Not really. Well, it didn't to me either until I saw the new Irwin Brothers film, Jesus Revolution. It's that one that's like faith-based, and it's not the usual like faith-based film. Yes, it's a movie that tells the faith story of Pastor Greg Laurie after meeting this hippie preacher named Lonnie Frisbee. And what's cool is it's kind of all true. It was set in the 60s and 70s during the Jesus movement. And I'm telling you, Rock, you would absolutely love the soundtrack. It's really good. Your dad raised you on that stuff. (laughs) What did you like about the movie? I liked that the movie's about a guy searching for identity and inclusion and truth and even though it's set in the 70s, man, it's exactly what people are looking for today and the answer is Jesus. It's the same then as it is now. And I also really liked that it didn't paint a perfect picture of the church either. Really? Yeah, like it showed men's egos kind of getting in the way of God and it showed the intolerance of people inside of faith but it also showed that despite that if we just get out of the way, revival is possible. So what did you not like about the movie? That I wasn't in it. 
Uh, like that bothered me a little bit. I gotta tell you, the Irwins, uh, they cast Kelsey Grammer, and he's great. They got Jesus from The Chosen. I mean, that's a great get, but they could have had me for a whole lot less. But in the end, man, I really thought it was a great movie. If you want to check it out and hopefully enjoy it as much as Wally did, it's in theaters right now. Uplifting Way FM. If it's trending, streaming, or starring, Betty Rock's got it. Betty Rock's got it. On The Rock Report. Hey, Betty. Rain Wilson, you know him from his role as Dwight Schrute in The Office. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. (laughs) (laughs) He recently brought up an interesting point on his Twitter account, stating that after watching the latest episode of HBO's new post-apocalyptic show, The Last of Us, he believes Hollywood has an anti-Christian bias. That, that's so interesting coming from him. I wouldn't have expected that. Right. And maybe that's I, my own bias about Hollywood actors. Right. I don't know his faith right. journey. I don't think. I don't think so either. I, who, who are we to judge? I'm not sure. But it is interesting that, like you said, he brings it up. Yeah. So um, I haven't seen the show, The the Last of Us, but uh, Rain Wilson states that as soon as a new character, his name is David, was introduced in the show as a Bible reading preacher... Rain knew this guy would be a horrific villain, and oh. it turns out he was right. Interesting. So many agreed with him, saying as soon as a Christian character comes into play, whether it's a movie or a TV show, Hollywood uses the same old cliche, making that person the worst person imaginable <laughs> and using scripture to support their evil actions. Interesting. That's fascinating. I hadn't really picked up on that, but you start to think about different movies yeah. you've seen. You're like, oh, I actually think that's right. Especially, too, I was surprised that there were a lot of people in Twitter that were agreeing with him, yeah. saying, yes, they do have a bias. But also, too, I didn't know this. So the show that he's referring to is based off of a video game. Yes. And David, the character that Rain Wilson is referring to that's the preacher, David is in the video game as well, but he's not a preacher in the video game. Oh. So why on the show oh. do they make him a preacher? Yeah, like Hollywood preacher. choice. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then they just further uh, devolve like Christianity. And, and yeah, they, like, you, you could say, well, that's an agenda. Right, exactly. Like, it's a cliche. And, right. and as a lot of people are saying, yeah, I've picked up on that. Like, anytime there's a Christian character, you're going to find out that they're the worst person ever. Right. They always they always look good at first and then uh-huh. they fall kind yeah. of thing. And, and that's, that's exactly what's happening in this show. That's super sad, actually, that that's the perception. And and some of it, like all stereotypes or cliches, are based in some sort of truth. And unfortunately, we've, we've shot ourselves in the foot with doing dumb mm-hmm. things. But when that becomes the narrative, like if you try to do that with anybody else, like their religion or their ethnicity or something like that, it would be the, oh, people for sure. go nuts in but Hollywood. But I am glad that Rain Wilson is bringing this up yeah. because I think it ha- it carries with it a little bit more value um, because he is well known in Hollywood. But I think if someone from the Christian genre right. said something, it'd be like meh. Whatever. Especially too, because I don't think that Rain is a person of faith from the little things I've seen, and so somebody that's not. It, it carries more weight mm-hmm. than somebody that because then you think oh well they have a bias they have an agenda right you know because they're you know just being the whiny Christian and so the fact right. that it comes from him I think you're absolutely right that carries more weight so. yeah so it'll it'll be interesting to see if Hollywood kind of changes their ways and they're like you know this is kind of like a crutch that we've been going to yeah. maybe we should stop well there you go that's gonna do it for your rock report thank you lady rock 
Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show, and I think we all need a reality check from time to time, and Betty Rock, thank the Lord, got one recently. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me? No, but she was talking about we were in Africa with Compassion International, seeing the work that they do, and we're in the slums and in these projects, and, 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 and it's heavy and it's sad, but there's still joy in it, too. And it just kind of landed on you. Right, because before we had left for Africa, I'm trying to figure out my living situation, and I'm in an apartment, and I had been looking at other options because it was just like I was complaining about how it's small and I don't like the parking and now I have to walk so far and all this stuff. Well, we leave for Africa and we go to these different home visits and we met this little boy who lives with his mom and his three siblings. So the five of them live in this little house and I use the term house very loosely because it was made from cow manure and mud. Which sounds amazing, but you're not going to see that on Fixer Upper. Uh. (laughs) Oh, and so I kind of had that reality check of like, what am I complaining about? Like, my apartment is not made from that. It's actually made from something very durable, and it keeps me dry, and it keeps me warm. I have nothing to complain about. It kind of helped me see my living situation a little bit differently. Like, it changed my perspective in a good way. Yeah, and I, and that's the thing, man. Like, you don't have to feel guilty about having. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, the Bible doesn't say it's wrong to have. It just says it's wrong to love money, you know? And so when you get your perspective out of balance where this is what is so important to me and then you don't take care of other people that have so much less than you these are good reality checks i've had multiple of these in my life you know mm-hmm. and i i think i think most people at some point in time have something that triggers them to go you know what this is a first world problem i'm experiencing and i need to get pull this back in and stuff so i'm curious for you what was your reality check what was that thing that you kind of had a your perspective was just off slightly and you yeah. had that thing happen like betty it was her trip to africa that re centered her as to like okay this is what's important yeah like something you were complaining about and then something happened and you realized actually i should be thankful for this exactly yeah being thankful is a big way that i'm telling you man being thankful can actually help break some of the you know bonds of depression not clinical like chemical depression i get that that's a Mm -hmm. different thing but sadness heaviness being thankful can help work your way through that and out of that. So anyway, that, that we'll take yours now. I'd be curious to what you think about this. What is that thing that you suddenly, when you shifted your perspective, became very thankful for? 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. That's how you can be on the show with us. 855-33-WAY-FM. What was that thing for you, Tim, that kind of reset you and gave you an awakening of something that maybe you had been complaining about, but now you're thankful for it? In 2015, I had a friend uh, take me to Lebanon, and I got to go to uh, the Bekaa Valley by the Syrian border and to went to refugee camps. And uh, we went into these places, and it was just shocking just to see what they didn't have, and yet they were still, and I don't think they were happy, but they were hanging on to hope and went into one of their uh, tent homes and all they had really was tea and they offered us tea and sat and just talked with us and asked us questions. I was just amazed at how easy it is for me to complain about virtually anything. 
and I'm not living in near those kind of conditions. Yeah, and you're not alone, man. I mean, we whine about so many things. I'm the biggest complainer in this room, for sure, about everything, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I need these resets in my life as well. Like, it was good for me to be on that trip with Betty and Compassion, too, to kind of recenter me and go, yeah, you know, it's great to have stuff, but if you just have it and keep it all to yourself, you're missing out on the opportunity to not only bless somebody, but also grow your faith as well. So I love it, man. Tim, that's a great example, and I appreciate you being on the show with us today. Have a good morning. Have you ever had that kind of reality check and realize what you need to be thankful for? Absolutely. I was working really hard to save up for a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I wanted it so bad. I wanted all the Mario games. Um, and I was actually listening to Wayne and, and you guys were doing a drive for if you donated Kids Got Shoes. And I can't remember the name of the drive, but I was sitting here just in tears thinking, kids don't have shoes. And I went in a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> so it made me just call and donate the money, actually, that I had saved up to buy myself the system to these kids who didn't have shoes. I remember that. It was Souls for Souls. And, uh, yes. Yeah. And I remember yes. putting shoes on children's feet. And it was absolutely amazing. Kids that had nothing. And so I am curious, though. Thank you, obviously, for supporting us. Did you ever get the Nintendo Switch? I did. <laughs> See, that's and this is the thing, man. There's so many times where we think it's an either-or situation, but for most yeah. of us, it's an and situation. We can do the good thing and still live our life the way mm -hmm. that we choose to live it here. Uh, you know, but when we think it's either-or and then we choose materialism over helping somebody, that's when we get it out of whack. Absolutely. I ended up doing it that day and felt so good about it. Um, but yes, I did save up again and then buy another Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I also remember that drive being a smelly drive because Wally decided that he was going to go without shoes just to be like in solidarity. Unis yeah, in solidarity oh, with the kids. Oh. And I was like, please God let this drive. I know, God right? God yeah. calls us to mighty things. For mighty people, he calls us to mighty things. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Bruce, thank you for joining us. Have you ever had that reality check in your life where things that maybe you complained about, you realized when you saw somebody else, you're like, you know what, it's not so bad. I need to not complain so much and learn to be thankful. I'm in San Antonio playing music five nights a week, being put up in an apartment at this great gig, and I'm playing golf. And I have a bad golf game. I think we might have had a tournament. And so on the way back across town, I'm grousing, you know, I'm unhappy about my golf game. And as I just about get back to the apartment, there's a, like a rehab facility. And there are people sitting out in wheelchairs outside of this facility. And I just thought, what in the world are you thinking? You're upset about a golf game and these people can't even walk. So it was a real perspective check just kind of on a different level than something as dramatic as you know, Africa. Well, it's easy to say something as dramatic as Africa because you go and see poverty on a new scale, which we did with compassion. But I think the, the two yeah. are equal, though. Honestly, the fact that you have the realization that I need to be more thankful in my life, that's a big thing. And when you see other people and you go, okay, I need to be thankful and I need to help people, that's, that's a good thing regardless of where the inspiration comes from. Well, that's the end, but it doesn't have to be. Check out our Aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And be sure to join our exclusive potty Facebook group. You can find the link in the description of this podcast. And thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.